You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lisamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody. Welcome to BNI, the Australian Story, episode number 15. My name is Veronica, and once again, I'm here with our executive director, Mr. Brent Edwards. How are you, Brent? G'day, Veronica. Hello to everyone. It's a bit like Groundhog Day at the moment, isn't it? It's uh, just well, one week bleeding into another, but uh, we're here with a great podcast for you again this week. Well, it is one week bleeding into another, but we are continuing to bleed Maroon with different amazing stories and podcasts every week. My question to you, Brent, is obviously we're recording this in April and uh, we're a few podcasts ahead of time, so which is fantastic. So we know that we're always going to be able to keep our word and keep the podcasts coming. But in April, how are we going with the BNI meetings online? And there's a few more changes coming through. How are we coping? All our groups are doing fantastically well. And we've got some really big changes coming up too. Um, by the time this comes out, there'll be some exciting new branding. And you've had a bit of a hint with that with uh, BNI Online, but uh, we'll no longer be bleeding maroon. Uh, it will be uh, red, black and white, which uh, which are really good colours to me because I'm a St Kilda supporter. But, uh, you know, <laughs> Not so we... much for me. I'm a Collingwood supporter. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that'll be some big changes. But our, our our meetings are going really well on the online platform and hopefully we'll be able to get out of them soon. Now, for the listeners today, this is episode 15. Don't worry, you haven't missed episode 13 and 14. <laughs> that will be up in the coming weeks. But we wanted to put this episode in because we have a very special guest today and he's got a fantastic event coming up. Uh, and I might go to the point where we introduce our guest today. So we'd like to welcome Peter Nichols. And uh, Peter Nichols is from BNI Peak Performance, he, a member in Melbourne. Uh, he's been with BNI for six years, and he's actually in asset finance. His business is providing commercial finance. But that's not why we've got him here, because he's also the founder and chairman of. Uh, the charity Change the One, who does some really fantastic work. So, Peter, welcome along. Great to have you here on our podcast today. And as we ask everyone, who invited you to be and I? How'd you find out about it? Good morning, Brent. Good morning, Veronica. Good, Good morning, morning, listeners. Uh, Shane Shulman, our uh, um, web designer, invited me to go along six years ago, and. Uh, uh, Six years later, it's been the best thing that I have done for my for my business. Uh, it's got connections and referrals, but also one of the best things that I could have done uh, to have all these people in the background for the charity as well too. Okay, so fantastic. What was your feelings of your first meeting in BNI? What sort of made you pull honestly the, pull the trigger? First, first meeting scared the crap out of me. The uh, <laughs> The, the structure and how how it all worked and what have you. Um, but uh, uh, since I've fallen in love with it, 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 is, uh, uh, it is the best thing I've ever done uh, for my business. Uh, we have, uh, I think it's 40 members at the moment, and I look at it and I've literally got 40 
unpaid reps out on the road that are spruiking my uh, my business for me. Um, it is it's a it's a process. It's a matter of getting to know people, getting them to trust you. The biggest thing in business is, is trust. And uh, once you once you do the one to ones, once you, I call them brainstorming sessions, you sit down and you just talk about people. Get to know that Collingwood are crap and St Kilda are crap. That Hawthorne oh, no. are really good. <laughs> We've had a breakdown in our uh, marriage. Yes, yes, yes. But Nothing. if you get to know, if you get to know the person and, and and what they do and what they like, then you can. Um, it's a different level of business, a different level of communication. Once you do that, to me, the BNI is all about the fact that we we do it every Thursday. It is so structured, and that's what makes it work. Yeah. So, um, you know, as we can see at the moment, we're we're staff from our footy here in Melbourne. But uh, where, when they're meeting face to face, where does uh, peak performance meet? We have uh, probably the best breakfast in Melbourne. It's AU Cafe, AU 69, 79 Cafe in Abbotsford. Uh, so I, I invite everybody to come along once we get back to normal again and, uh, and have our breakfast with us. We're a fantastic group. We're very much a fun-loving group as well too. And uh, they're all, well, the committee that I've got for the charity, there's 11 on the committee and nine of those members on the committee are from BNI and they all give back to the charity. So that I think that uh, just tells you the type of people that are there. So those there are nine that are on the committee, but of those that are on the committee, everybody gives back to the charity through the BNI as well. I just wanted to ask a question on that, Peter. How important is it for someone to find the right chapter when they join BNI? Because sometimes you find, you meet people who say, no, I've already been to a chapter and it wasn't for me. And I'll say to them, but it's sometimes good to try a couple of chapters until you find your people. How important was that for you? Very much so. Look, I fell in love with uh, that was the first one that I went to, and uh, uh, it's, it's interesting. Those people that are on the committee now were the uh, stalwarts, uh, Keenan Archer, our uh, printer. He's been with BNI for 20 years, and wow. uh, to have those people on board, I didn't need to go anywhere else. But it, it, I suppose it's a little bit like a restaurant. You can go to different Vietnamese restaurants, and uh, they're all different. Uh, but you've got to find the one that you like, and it might be the decor, it might be the ambience that uh, you've got to find a correct fit for you and it might not be the first one or two that you go to. It comes down to uh, you finding your niche and your people that you really like and you want to do business with. Yeah. So, um, Peter, while we're here today, tell us a little bit about Change the One. Uh, there's something I really like about Change the One and maybe you can elaborate on it. And this is really, uh, there's been a lot in the news lately with, uh, with the bushfire disasters down the east coast of Australia where, uh, you know, donation money didn't seem to get to the right hands or is still, you know, sitting there not being actually distributed. But your charity is a little bit different. And can you tell me a little bit about that, please, Peter? I set it up, uh, it's now seven years uh, ago that I set up the charity. We became an official registered charity uh, two years ago, so we're a, a worldwide benevolent fund with full tax deductibility. Uh, wow. I set it up because the money that's raised and donated by people, most of it, most of it does not get through to the people in need, uh, whether it's through management and administration or through the corruption of other governments overseas. Um, with what we raise, uh, all of the money, 100% of the money goes to those in need. I physically go whether it's to Papua New Guinea or to Vietnam, uh, and buy the materials and supervise the building of the schools or the distribution of food, whatever we do. 
um, and just make sure that it does get through to the people that need it. I've seen firsthand, and there's actual videos of uh, myself talking to a young mum in Papua New Guinea, a tsunami hit over there and wiped out the entire area. And the only way I can describe it is silt and rocks and trees from the Dandenongs being three stories high in the Burke Street Mall. Now, that wow. devastation as far as the yeah. eye could see, and these, um, these villages were just completely relocated to other spots. And I was badgering the government at the time, and it was just prior to Christmas, about six years ago, uh, and talking to, I was talking to the locals. I saw the videos that they were sending to me from Papua New Guinea, and I said, the aid is not getting through. And they said, yes, it is, yes, it is. There's water purification plants, water purification tablets, there's food, there's all this that's getting through. And um, I went over there to inspect the damage and look at the schools that we'd built over in Buna. Buna is at the end of the Kokoda track, a tiny little village, no power, no running water. And while I was being taken around uh, by Joe, my interpreter, he said to a young mum, you can talk honestly to Peter. He's not from a government agency. He's not from a newspaper. He's an independent person. I asked her, was the aid getting through? And she said, yes, it is. And I said, how much is getting through? And 10 kilos of rice and 10 kilos of flour twice they got for two months. That was it. Of all the money that was donated and all these things that were supposed to be getting to them over there, that was all that got through. Um, then I'll jump forward a little bit to Vietnam and the work that I'm doing in Vietnam now. Uh, we put on a concert. I, I'm involved in theatre and opera and what have you. We put on a concert in Hoi An. And that concert we raised over three and a half thousand US dollars, which was a huge amount for Vietnam. I spoke to Tan, who's the main volunteer over in Vietnam, uh, when I came back to Australia, and he said, we can't do it again. And I said, why can't we do it again? We raised a lot of, didn't get a permit. And I thought it was a permit for him in his cafe, putting the stage up and all that sort of thing. And the permit wasn't for putting things up. The permit was for giving the money to the police, giving a $200 donation to the police officers at the time and the secret police were actually sitting in that concert that we did and wanted to know what i said and what i sung so the corruption in these countries is terrible that's what we're fighting against all the time but the good thing with vietnam now is i have direct communications with the chairman of the area and he's like sort of the the premier like the daniel andrews of the area and i have the government stamp of approval from him to do the work over there so if anybody tries to get a little bit of money on the side i can hold up that letter and wave that stamp of approval so the most important thing from my long explanation is a hundred percent no one gets paid a hundred percent of the money goes to those in need and that's fantastic because we see it so often whereas yeah, it could be up to 10% of what gets donated to a charity actually gets to the end recipient uh, through red tape, um, pay, you know, facilities, rent, paying staff and uh, paying chair people. So that's absolutely fantastic. I never even thought of the point where paying bribes to local law enforcement <laughs> as well might be an issue, but obviously you've got around that. That's fantastic. And it sounds like what you do really fits in well with the B&I Foundation. So uh, have you linked up with... Uh, the B&I Foundation through this as well, and uh, the Australian arm with uh, Frederick and Pauline Marcoux. Yeah, Frederick and Pauline and uh, and Braith, they're fantastic supporters. I, I can't sing their praises highly enough in uh, in what they do and uh, and how we're working together. There's a great synergy between 
uh, Change the One and the BNI Foundation now. Our focus is on education. It's been a huge learning curve for me over the last seven years. Um, you sit here in Australia, as we all do, and go, oh, do this and do that, or why can't they do this and why can't they do that? Until you physically go over there and stay with the people to experience their hardship and what they can do. You can't make a decision. You can't make a decision from here to help them and assist them over there. And what we're focusing on now, like in Vietnam currently, we provide dairy cows for needy families and clothing and some food sometimes as well. Don't do food as much because if you provide food for a village, it is just self-perpetuating poverty because that old saying, give a man a fish and he eats for a day, give a man a fishing rod and he eats for life. Yep. So what we're concentrating now on is oh, we, we assist those um, people with disabilities from Agent Orange. There's still huge, huge problems over there from that and the deformities and disabilities. But our main focus is on education and education in the villages themselves, providing the schools and the facilities for the kids and the adults as well so that they can uh, make a choice. It's empowering them to make a choice as to whether they uh, continue to be a farmer in their area, in the mountains, or they want to go to school in the, um, in the bigger cities. Uh, most of them, if there's no school or very limited school facilities there, they'll stop at, say, seven, eight, nine years of age. And again, a mistake that I made uh, one of the villages that we built a school at. I was going up to inspect the school. It's a nine-hour motorbike ride out of Da Nang and then a four-hour walk to get there. And this isn't, this is not a footpath. This is mountain goat territory. It was too wet and too dangerous for me, for me to go up. So 30 of the villagers came down to pick up the food. One of those, there was 29 women and one boy. One of the boys, he was 19, I said to Tung, can I sponsor him to go to school in my Aussie brain thinking. And he said, yeah, great idea. $20 a month, I'll sponsor him to go to school. So I grabbed this 19-year-old, find a house or find a family in Da Nang that will sponsor him and have him there. He's 19 years of age. He's got the education of an eight-year-old. He doesn't speak the language because it's a different dialect up there. So you can't. And once again, it was my Aussie brain going, I can fix the problem. No, we need to fix it in their village by providing the education for them, giving them the choice of what they want to do. Not forcing ideas onto them, but giving them the choice and making it an adult learning centre for them as well. So the adults can learn and, and progress. Uh, David Payne, BNI member, he's on the committee for uh, uh, doing all the IT stuff for us. Dave's got five computers that will be taking over that he's refurbished to give the adults and the kids the opportunity to learn. It, I, I honestly believe that most of the opportunities come through providing the right education. If they've got the education there, they'll learn how to provide better crops. They'll learn how to provide better food. And it gives them the opportunity in their own environment to do what's best for themselves and their fellow man. So um, what you, you just hit on part of that with uh, BNI members helping. So you have to give a shout out because you have some members of your chapter who are actually donate their services to to make help you do what you do so would you like to tell us a bit about that how you've leveraged that through the chapter 
absolutely. Um, the the guys the guys there. Um, we have eleven on the committee, and uh, nine of those are, are members of BNI. Uh, plus, every other BNI member contributes as well too. Eric, the accountant, is our accountant. Daniel, the lawyer, is our lawyer. Roberto, the graphic designer, is our graphic designer. Daniel, the uh, David, the IT guy, is our IT man. Uh, Diana, the painter, she's on the committee. Heidi is at BNI in Brighton. She's on the committee as well too. Uh, who else is there? Keenan does all the printing for us. Uh, he's a BNI member. All of these people give of their time or their talent or whatever they can do. Um, Brace, uh, uh, such a, such a busy man, but he is such. Pu he pushes so hard and helps me out so much. Frederick and Pauline. I had a chat with Frederick the other day, and uh, he said, "How can we help with the trivia night that's coming up?" And I said, "Oh, would you do some posts and what have you?" Yes, we will. He said, "How else can we help out?" And I said, "You know what I would really like? I'd like to speak to Ivan and get his endorsement as well." So, and and Frederick said, "That's not as strange as it might seem. I've had dinner at his place probably fifty times." So. Who knows? Who knows where it can go? But this, this, just the connections through um, oh, Chloe. Chloe does all the social media, uh, the Instagram and Facebook uh, posts and what have you. Uh, that's gone out worldwide. I have probably 15 to 20 requests from BNI members in India, Scandinavian countries, England, all, all across the world. BNI members are coming on board as friends of the charity. It, it is just huge. And that's why we've gone as a global trivia night. Wow, and we're going to get on to that very soon. So one of your outlets for, uh, for raising money was your gala dinner. And obviously during this uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic we're going through, obviously we can't do that. So um, why we've got you on this week is to promote that uh, coming up on the 15th of May. So would you like to tell us a bit about your global trivia night? And I believe you want to set some sort of record with it. Absolutely. Uh, the, the the concerts and the dinner dances that we've done over the years, um, I've got a lot of connections and friends through theatre and opera and music theatre, and they've always donated their time. We've raised, That's how we raise the, the, the money for the work that we do. Last year we did a gala dinner and we raised over $40,000, and that enabled us to do the school facilities in Tamlan. Uh, this year we're going to do the gala dinner again on the 8th of August, but with the pandemic, we've had to postpone that. Brainstorming session with the committee, we thought of doing a trivia night. How can we do it? What can we do? We've got to raise money. And uh, we came up with the idea of a trivia night and it's grown from there. It's now a global trivia night. It'll be online on the uh, 15th of um, 15th of May. Marty Fields will be hosting it live. We're recording it from my, uh, uh, filming it from my boardroom here safe distancing of course and uh, <laughs> we're going for a world record of numbers i want to see ten thousand people participating in this all the money raised uh, will go to build a kindergarten and an adult learning center in tan lun right now we myself and 14 tradies would have been over there doing the school that we raised the money for last year 14 tradies BNI members as well too were going over to Tamlun to work with the locals to build the, the school facilities over there. That would have been happening now, but we can't do it. The tradies all paid for themselves. They all volunteered. They were going over to uh, to film um, uh, to film it and to work over there with the locals, even taking over their hand tools and leaving the hand tools there. So the trivia night, 
15th of May, 7 p.m. All the details are on our website and uh, BNI, uh, BNI Foundation, it, we've all been sending Facebook messages out as well. Jump online. It's all online. The, the, the quiz is online. There's a five, because it's global, there is a $500, um, I was going to say Zoom, a $500. Um, is it Amazon? Or- Amazon, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Amazon. A $500 Amazon voucher <laughs> to whoever wins it anywhere in the in the world. So, 15th of May, jump on board and help us build the kindergarten over there. Well, um, I'm already registered for it and I'm looking forward to it. And the platform they use for these is absolutely fantastic. And I was in a, uh, I was in a social um, Zoom meeting with uh, some members from Veronica's chapter the other night. One of the members pulled it up and we actually we did a quiz on a, uh, on a similar sort of uh, platform. And it's multiple choice and... You get points on how fast you answer the questions. Yes. So it's very easy to do. And you can, it will be combined simulcast. You remember that simulcast? We just always have simulcast. Yeah. It will be simulcast with the, uh, with, with the, uh, the host, um, uh, Marty Fields. Uh, Marty Fields, son Marty- of Maury. Marty. I was thinking of Maury for a minute. <laughs> Marty's and, actually um, going to be performing live too. There's a music yes. section and he will be performing live, singing and playing the piano and there's also a couple of questions in there for, well, BNI members, but also uh, anyone from around the world. There's a couple of BNI questions in there as well. And my co-host here has actually worked with um, Marty before, so uh, yeah, she'll uh, she'll she'll uh, feel very comfortable with him. So, um, Peter, if chapter we've got chapters these days um, making uh, noble causes uh, as part of their development. So if someone wanted to make change to one, their noble cause, what is the website address? It's uh, changetheone.org. All, just all one word, no spacing, changetheone.org. Well, you are doing fantastic work, and, and we're going to share all those details on our podcast page, on our Facebook page as well, because you've sent those links to me, and uh, hopefully we can we can break the record. So you did say to me, I don't know if you missed if you announced it today, but the the record was only 1,622. That's it should correct. be easy to break. Yeah, yeah. it should, shouldn't be terribly hard with the number of BNI members that there are around the world, the number of friends that we've got. When, when you think if, if everyone invited 10 friends along to this, it would just be huge. It'd be such a fun night. And, uh, uh, and then, look, I also invite people not all at one time, but when the virus is finished, come over to Vietnam and have a look and uh, get an understanding of just even even the current situation that we are here in Australia. We are so, so, so lucky. The facilities that they they just don't have. The, these people in Vietnam, they want for so much, um, but they don't ask for anything. They're just so happy. Just appreciate what we've got here in this country, even under the current situation. Australia is in the best place in the world to live. Fantastic. Veronica, did you have any other questions for Peter? I can't believe you would even be brave enough to ask me that, Brent. <laughs> now, just sit back for about 10 minutes. I've got a thousand things to say. I've been writing a whole bunch of notes here. First of all, BNI, if anyone um, is just happened to be tuning in in the middle, we're talking about BNI. We are talking about. Um, Peter and his role uh, in the in commercial finance in BNI, but every BNI member has another part to themselves. Every BNI member has a passion, and having the privilege of being able to look at everyone's faces during the podcast today. Obviously, our listeners only get to hear our voices, but I can see on your face, Peter, how passionate 
you are about this. And I would just extend an invitation to every single person in every BNI chapter around the world or who is listening to this podcast, even if you're not quite yet in BNI and you're thinking of joining BNI, when you have your one to ones, use the games and ask your BNI um, person that you're sharing that one to one with what is their passion? What is the one thing that lights them up outside of their business? Because BNI is not just a, a big community, it's a big heart. And I think that if we can all get behind just one person making a difference, I'm looking at your website and I absolutely love the way that you have changing people's lives with one act of kindness at a time. It's a very small ask, but we can have a massive impact because of the BNI community. So if you are listening to this podcast and you're thinking about, is BNI for me? Do I need that in my business? Ask yourself, is it actually going to benefit me and my passion as well? Because you are a perfect example of someone who's been able to to really involve the BNI community in lighting up your own personal life. That's yeah, it's very true. Absolutely. And that's what I have to say, Brent. That's <laughs> quite all right. <laughs> I've actually kept it quite short, but I just think it's such a, a wonderful thing that you're doing. And I just love the fact that during COVID-19, uh, and you, you're one of many who have said, we're not going to let this get in the way of what we're trying to do. We're just going to do it differently. And you've done it bigger than ever. I mean, yeah. will, will you ever go back to doing a small dinner dance <laughs> when you could do a global trivia night every year? Yeah. There's still, look, it, it's a little bit like um, I'm very old school. I'm very handshakes, hugs, and, and uh, uh, doing BNI online is a wonderful way of staying in touch, but it's still not the same of being in the same room and having that, that banter and what have you with people. <laughs> I, I try to. The reason why I put the concerts on is... We are all asked so many times to donate money, time and time and time again. By putting on these concerts with my theatre friends, I mean, we're talking top the top performers in Australia that donate their time. People come along and they get some for their donate, for their ticket price, because most times the theatres are donated as well too. So for that ticket price, they get an incredible night's entertainment. So instead of just donating $35 or $50, they get a great night's entertainment and I've had so many people say when we put concerts on, $35, these people, oh, I'd give 100 Okay, well, I'm happy for you to give 100 right yeah. now. Here's but- my suite of ours. I just happen to have a <laughs> so, uh, so, no, look, I think it'll be another string to our bow to be able to do it. Uh, through. Uh, and another thing was trying to find uh, fundraising that was self-sustaining. And through a referral from Eric, the accountant, our, our B&I accountant, um, their candle manufacturers. We're doing the funding for their new wax melting machine for their candle manufacturing. We are now going to be selling candles for the charity. They already do it for American Express. They've got Indigenous Australians that do the artwork to go on the box. We're getting the local Indigenous communities in Vietnam, whether it's the school kids doing a painting competition. So that's how we will be raising money as well on our website by selling candles. Now that's come about through BNI and through a referral to my business, my finance business, I now have that association with the candle people and will be selling candles to raise money as well too. It, it just, it's an amazing network. It's an amazing group of friends that I yeah. have that are helping out. Yeah, we agree. All right. Um, thank you for being on Peter today. And as Veronica said, we can really see your passion and your cause and it's a, um, and I really like how you've actually structured it. So, you know, all, all the uh, all the money's raised actually goes to where it's intended to go. 
we always, a bit of a tra- tradition of our BNI podcast, we always ask our uh, members for their tip for success in BNI. And uh, what what tip would you give the, uh, the your fellow members as a tip for success in BNI being a six-year member? Uh, Socialise. Get get to know people on a personal level, not just not just don't go don't go into any one to ones with uh, or, or the thoughts of how how I can get something out of this. It's that that true adage that um, B and I give us game. Find out how you can help that other person's business, how you can help their business grow. If you're helping other people, it's going to come back to you tenfold. You don't go out there, you don't expect to do it, but that's what happens. Give to others, and you'll see your business grow. Get to know them personally. Get to know their football team, their kids, their families, and then you become friends and business associates as well. So thank you very much, Peter. And that's great advice, everyone, today. And remember, uh, changethewon.org is the website and the Global Trivia Night will have the links. It will be on that website or will be on our social media uh, Facebook page coming up. We'll share the flyer and everything. Thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you there and everyone there. And it's, um, I don't think it's a lot of money to be a part of. It's, it's quite a reasonable uh, quite a reasonable ticket price and you can actually choose to donate a little bit more if you wish as well. So, uh, and that's a great thing. So, um, Veronica, another great guest today uh, to our podcast, which is fantastic to have someone so passionate about B&I and what we do and, and actually leveraging uh, you know, the BNI system to actually help with that passion too. I think the really interesting, um, the really interesting thing for anyone who listens to the podcast, Brent, is the the differences in all of our guests, why they came into BNI, how they loved or hated their first meeting, how they came back for a second one, or they just felt like they were in the right place at the right time with the very first one. Everyone's different reasons for being a part of it and then what they've done with it. We've had people who've, who've who've taken their business global and now we've got someone today who's taken their passion global. Powerful and collaborative business relationships are a part of and an essential part of any credible marketing strategy and BNI is Australia's premier business networking organisation. Our service is designed to offer members the opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts and most importantly business referrals and as Peter shared with us today, also becoming friends. And that brings me to my question that uh, we had through the Facebook app um, during the week. How beneficial is it to have friends as members or members as friends in BNI? Well, one of the famous sayings that our founder, Dr. Ivan Meisner, always said is one of the great things about BNI is members become friends. One of the worst things about BNI is members become friends. Because friends don't like to keep friends accountable. So one of the reasons why B&I works is the accountability. But sometimes when people get a little bit friendly with each other, the accountability starts to go out the window. So we've got to remember while we're, you know, making friends and building relationships, we're here to do business as well. And without the accountability, the business drops off and you you can become a bit of a social club. And if you go down the road where the business drops off and you're just a social club, well, you won't want people to come in and and, and be a part of it because people come and find us to build relationships to grow their business. The relationships and the friendships come as a, as a, as a bonus to that. But the, our, main, um, our main aim is to collaborate as business people and help each other 
achieve success in business first and foremost. And that's our main aim here. So um, while you still become friends, you need to keep that level of accountability. And friends should, you know, friends should do the right thing by friends in this environment as well. And not expect someone, oh, I'm just friends with this person. That'll be okay if I don't do something. It's not the point, not, not in business. I think we've all, at some point, as members in BNI, had a situation where we may have taken something a little personally that someone said. I always find myself, if I go back to the process, the process always works. And anything, any concerns that you might have, if you work it out within the BNI process, it always works itself out. Yeah, for sure. And one of the things we find out, and we found out during this podcast series, is... People who are in BNI are generally good humans. Yeah. You know, people who are there with the best intention because people who aren't good humans don't last in our system. They get found out. They don't get business because people see through them. So the levels of accountability and the contact, we find out who the good humans are and people want to work with good humans. They don't want to work with the other side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so back to you just to uh, complete our podcast today what is your success tip for all our listeners oh the tip for the week well a bit of a tip for online meetings and um using your virtual background we're in this zoom uh meeting uh phase at the moment so you know i'm really critical when i'm because i've been i'm all zoomed out a lot of directors will say yes you know we're doing so many zoom meetings we're just uh, you know we're just uh, <laughs> we just had so much of it but and, and just for our listeners today, we are still doing this on Zoom. So if you hear a little bit of a crackling on the audio or something, I'm sorry in this day and age, we can't do anything about that until we get back into the studio again. Or if a child walks <laughs> into the room Excuse because me. you happen to be homeschooling at the same time. Yeah, exactly right. So um, on the online meetings, just be aware of your background. You know, put up a banner behind you. And we're looking at Peter here. Peter's got the change, uh, change of one banner in the background. Um, or put up a virtual background behind you to show your professionalism. And, you know, one of the worst things is, you know, there might be stuff in your house, on your wall that you don't want people to see. Um, you know, some people may have washing, drying behind them. You don't want people to see that. Um, so, you know, if you haven't got a, a reasonable sort of background, put up a banner, put up something professional behind you. And to do that on Zoom, you click next to the video icon. And there's an arrow next to it. And you select virtual background. There's, there's some standard ones there, but you can also load up files and videos. So you can even have a rolling video uh, happening behind you with your business on it. So it's a great little feature. It does depend on your internet connection and graphics card and web, webcam are com combined. So some people have tried it and they're a bit of a ghosting. If you do that, just do your, put your pull up banner behind you as a background. So it's just advertising your business when, you know when people are looking at the uh, at the photos. And if you don't have a pull-up banner, I'm sure that there's a printer in your BNI or a BNI near the, you that would absolutely appreciate a referral. And, oh, they'd, uh, they'd appreciate the work, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brent, another fantastic podcast, number 15. And as Brent said before, if you're hearing it, uh, before you've listened to 13 and 14, that's not a mistake. We deliberately uh, wanted to put this podcast out early so no one missed out on the opportunity to join in for Global Trivia Night for Change the One. Um, 
worldwide charity, part of our BNI organisation, and we're very proud to support that today. Thank you to Steve, our producer, making sure everything runs smoothly and we get out there. And Brent, I'll see you the same time next week. Look forward to it, Veronica. See you, everyone. <laughs>